Welcome back to another episode of the Roll Blob Podcast with Andy, Cap, and Coop. Today we did a Crosstown Collaborative with the Viva La Cats podcast, where we talked about a pink penguin, Jack and Zach, and goblins. All of this is brought to you by Get a Grip. Stay tuned. What is up, everyone? Andy, what week is it? Is this just another boring week, or? I mean, I, th- I think it's the we're we're going into the second week of December. We play the so, third team city. What? We're playing the third best team in the city, right? Miami. <laughs> Correct. Nailed it. I love that UC plays Miami. By the way, like this is way like it's way too early to bring that up, but I love that they have a chance to be the fourth best team in the city. At the hands of Travis Steele. No, oh, that would be amazing. Go get him, Travis. Never been a bigger Travis Steele fan than right now. But, okay, so it is shootout week. We will get into, or we won't get into the shootout. We don't know yet. <laughs> You'll find chance, out we'll as up. always. We'll get into that later. But we will, I can confirm, we'll talk about the West Virginia game. That I do know. Yes, on from this link right here on this podcast, you will absolutely hear us talk about the West Virginia game, which <laughs> I had fun. You that. I can't promise you much else. Yeah. So uh, to clarify a little bit, so this this is going to become a yearly tradition as long as we all have Zoom as an app on our laptops or iPads or phones and headphones. Um, So as long as we have access to that, we are going to be collaborating with the Viva La Cats podcast during shootout week. And so this is that episode. Now, where it gets a little iffy is whether we have the recording or not. For me to edit, <laughs> we did the podcast. We did, no, we did the podcast. We did our part. We clocked in. We locked in. We did our work. Now, <laughs> will they give us the recording to publish it ourselves? That we don't know. And I, I think it all depends on whether they see the message or not. Like, yeah, that'd be a big part of it. That would help a lot because I really doubt they're going to read our minds. I mean, it's possible 50 50 chance, Coop, but I'm going to say a little doubtful. The smaller 50. I mean, you have to put ourselves in their shoes. There they are. They just did a podcast with three of the biggest names in Cincinnati podcast right now, us three. Um, And then you're already distracted at that. You're starstruck. Crosstown shootouts coming up. You're playing your new big brother. You've got the Fenway Bowl on your mind, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl with Louisville. Um the, the best thing ever happened to your football program. Well, actually, we left like 10 years ago to Notre Dame. But then the second biggest one left for Wisconsin. So now you're all down in the dumps. Last thing you're going to be doing is like, oh, I need to send Andy those, right. whatever that audio file. I don't know how it's sent. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I, need to, I need to send Andy Piccarillo an email. Yeah, that's up. So that sounds like something I really want to do with my time. <laughs> that is definitely at the top of my priority list is send an electronic mail. 
to a dude who sat in the side with sunglasses on. 11.45 p.m., that's what I want to be doing. So either way, so in all seriousness, so we recorded the podcast. Hopefully we get it. I'm going to say, I'm going to be honest with you, doubtful. But you follow us on Twitter, and if you don't, fuck you. Uh, we will retweet. We will retweet it on Twitter. <laughs> if you don't, the hell the fuck do you find out about us? And it's literally like it literally. So if we don't have it right now, if we don't have it tomorrow morning, whatever, we don't get it. It will be exactly what we would have done anyway on this podcast. So just go fucking listen to it. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Yeah, so what it's, it's, it's the Viva La Cast podcast. We'll we, um we we follow them. You'll be able to follow uh, find it there. Cap actually just tweeted at them. So it's just at Viva La Cats Pod on Twitter. You'll be able to find the link there. Basically, we just bullshit with two. Really cool UC fans. I know we don't say that very often. We don't really compliment the University of Clifton all that often, but these two guys They're cool they're, dudes. Like they're, they're really they're really cool guys to talk shit with. They really funny guys. They they're they're down with the bullshit. That's basically the UC version of us, only they might be they might talk a little more basketball. Like they like made us talk about they, basketball. They keep it on the rails more often where we have to like firmly put it back on the fucking rails or something Hell. like that. However it goes. On, on, I think it's the train on the fucking tracks. Hell. Is that it? Train yeah. back on the fucking tracks, I think. So too. we like, and that's honestly one of the best things we talked about is like Miller versus Miller. Like I, I think these two Millers are very, very different. Um one likes to get trains back on the track and other likes to gobble ass. Gobble the caboose. <laughs> Guys, I'm serious. I asked it on the Viva La Cats. Is that a real fucking sound? Is that a real quote? So I've only seen the graphic, but the first, I haven't seen like a verified, I mean like a true verified account tweeted right. out or a Hope sound clip or a media person. But hey. until someone confirms that it's fake, I, it's got to be real. It's real until, until it's There's proven fake. Wes Miller has not spoken out against it. That is That's just true. a wild thing to say. And like he, they even used behind. Like it was even behind in there, which we all I, remember his um, opening press conference where he wants to kick Xavier's behinds. Just gobble their behinds is just a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> I love shootout week. <laughs> I fucking love shootout week. It's the best. So, fellas, so you will get plenty of shootout content one way or the other. All right, fellas, here. Okay, before we get to the West Virginia game. Our priority number one, if you're listening to this podcast, degenerates, sickos out there, this is the sicko trust circle right here. So you have right. your rebound rundown, you have your musketeer report, which has a little bit of mix. This is where the sickos come to congregate. Sickos, if you were a part of the 2020 Friday night Zoom call, the infamous Zoom call where Andy and I got some screen time with Snow and Rick and all those guys <laughs> with the epic. We need to tweet up the Roll Blob account, and if you still have it, that epic picture of you, me, Snow, and Rick. Uh, just four ridiculous uh, <laughs> reactions to the same thing. Uh, could not be more different than Brian Snow, you and I, um, who's now on Penn State staff somehow, Pussy University. Um, we need to make this a thing. So we will probably start at some point, either Wednesday or Thursday, just start atting them about this Zoom call because it is just – oh, it's glorious. It needs to be drunk, debauchery. We need Jed. We need all those guys just to be drunk, smoking heaters. I need that vibe. Like, we we need that back. That was the best thing that 2020 ever did. And I, I know there's there has been someone who's already – like, it's already been tweeted out a couple times. I know uh, um, they, they even mentioned on the Musketeer Report podcast, which that's another good one you should listen to if you, like, want actual basketball analysis. Uh, so – 
they mentioned it on there, like maybe they'll try to do a space, or he said the infamous Zoom call. We'll try that again. Yeah. Which once he said that, I'm like, we are doing if we are doing nothing but a Zoom call. There's we no other it. option here. Dude, I we- need shootout Zoom call. I'm not even. I'm not even capping, bro. As cap, I'm not capping here. That was the most entertaining thing I've ever been like. One of the most entertaining things I've ever been a part of. Dude, and the every, fact that it I all started because they tried so to do a live Twitter. They tried to do Twitter live, but Rick couldn't figure it out. And then we Zoom went to a Zoom better. call. It was then, way better. Because it just, I don't know how all those crazies got in there. And he blamed it all on me. I, I didn't fucking invite those psychos. Maybe they follow me, but I didn't fucking invite them. But like, and dude, someone tweeted like that. <laughs> it's like Shaggy and someone else doing like the Macarena or some shit. Uh, Carl Weezer. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so funny dude like these random kids kept like we needed to find tammy i mean it was epic dude it it was so much fun so we need to make that happen but anyway back to xavier basketball look at me look at that way to go sean look at you having an impact on the robot podcast so let us talk west virginia lot to unpack here probably the biggest win of the season uh fellas i I don't know man fairfield was a big one like, why do I keep sleeping on Fairfield? 8.30 p.m. on a Tuesday, on a fucking Tuesday, like, that is, it's hard to show out for them. In the great jerseys. In the great jerseys. The cat had get- to clock out. He had two I, tickets. I, I keep We had front row parking next to the Castellinis for Cap to walk out of the arena at halftime and clock out just to come back in. Oh, that was, dude, that, I, I cannot believe the parking spot that you secured, too. That was insane. What that can was- I say? Whenever it's Fairfield, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> that was so funny. All is fair and field no more. Oh, My yeah. My dad had uh, a friend who you uh, – go ahead. A little hack. If anyone ever needs, like, VIP parking for CentOS, just look at the name on uh, the signs out front. Pick which one you want. Go to Microsoft Paint. Put both logos. And then get the uh, spot number. Print it off. And that's it. That's it. It's that easy. Yeah. It's going to look super legit. Yeah. If not, if you can't do it, pay me $100 and I will do it. Easy money. Easy I, money. And I have a laminator. Laminator? <laughs> well played, sir. Well All played. right. Before we jump into West Virginia, full disclosure, boys, I didn't watch a damn play, not a single play. I was busy eating lobster queso and Firebird's chicken pasta. Uh, celebrating the 27th birthday of one of my dear friends. Um, so don't ask me any questions. I don't know. Did you look <laughs> at the box score? I looked at the box score, yeah. All right, then you know everything you need to know. I know they were down at halftime and then scored what, like 48 points or something in the second half. <laughs> so, so good. What's and your I, full analysis? My yeah. full analysis is that Xavier's a second-half team. Uh, they played really good offensively. Uh, Sule Boom is the best scorer on planet Earth. Bob Huggins should probably retire. He's washed up. He can't win anymore. And he's friends with Tom Brenneman. So maybe those two should start a podcast and call it quits. Yep. So you call the podcast quits? No. Tom Brenneman and Bob Huggins should start a podcast and call call it quits with, yeah, with coaching. Call their current stuff coaching. Okay. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Okay. No, but keep page. doing post game pressers though, because those are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, we should we should get a we should get Bob Huggins just do the presser for every single game. 
No matter. Like, <laughs> after, like, on like every Saturday night, we just need Bob Huggins to sit there and answer questions about every single college basketball game that exists. He was. It doesn't have so to stop good. at basketball. <laughs> just like a live Q and A with Bob Huggins. Bengals Chiefs. I just want. I just want to. <laughs> we should do a character where, like, we like go after Bob Huggins, like ask a question and just give literally the answer. Give that question an answer form. How do you stop a straight line? Don't give him a straight line. Just how do you do X, Y, Z? Do that. Do X, Y, Z. I don't know what to tell So you. imagine him as like a politician or something. Like, oh how do you God. stop the pandemic? People just, stop getting sick. Yeah, just, <laughs> He'd be a great uh, lawyer, man. Just, just stop the fucking pandemic. Fantastic <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> I love it. So West Virginia game. Andy, you watched it, correct? I did watch it, yes, with my eyeballs at the stadium. What did you see uh, that you remember? Because you were probably drunk. <laughs> Can't confirm. I was pretty blitzed um, before <laughs> and after. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know it's a wild, wild concept to think of Andy being drunk at a basketball Got game. Lucky. Yeah. Got lucky. Uh, I don't know. You uh, had a 50-50 I... chance of getting that one, right? Yeah. And, uh, but honestly, I <sighs> it was a lot of the same shit. Like, we could, like, West Virginia was hitting threes left and right. We really couldn't stop it. They, Another game where they're shooting close to 50% from three, if not over 50%. Because once again, I don't remember the stats. Um, Good man. As someone who watched it um, and memorized all the stats, West Virginia shot 47.4. 47. Okay, so we finally held a team under 50% from three. So I think think we really showed exactly why we're a top 340 team in uh, three-point defense in the country. So... (laughs) Uh, we we really showed out on that on that end. Um, the big thing is Sule Boom did it again. Like it, I, I, I swear, every every time he shoots the ball, it's just going in. It's just fucking going in, no matter he's what. Really good at the sport, and like he, he's just a a really good basketball player. Um, yeah. one Damn big it. thing that got pointed out time and time again, um, was. I don't know. I don't know if it was coincidental. I was I was too drunk to really analyze what was going on, but it seemed like we do well. We did well when Fremantle on bench. Oh my god! Yeah. And can we just say, Jerome Hunter game? Okay. Yes, we talked about um, Jerome Hunter being like the whole Groundhog Day. Like if you can't show out against your home, um, former team at home. <laughs> we- like, we were willing to put him on the football yeah, team. I was like, I had already written him off. Like after that game, when he just came in, it was just virtually unplayable. We, I was like, all right, dude, use your last year of eligibility to play football in four years. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, because you're you're just done on the basketball team. Like we're, we have no use for you. Turns out, I know it's a wild thing to think Andy Piccarello from the Roll Bob podcast was wrong, but <laughs> Andy Piccarello from the Roll Bob podcast was wrong. Because the dude has really accepted his role. He's not, and it's kind of clear that he has a red light from beyond the arc. So, oh which um, turns out could be a good thing. But he's abiding by it, though. A bang <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate and, that. Like, that is, like, Sean's really laid down the law with some of these guys. And that's one you thing that, tell. like, the he, he demanded, he basically demanded, all right, here's how it's going to be. You're going to be on the bench. And he, and they're like, okay, yes, sir. And they went and fucking did it. Jerome's out there to play solid on ball defense, get some rebounds, 
don't have stupid fouls, which the first three or four games, he didn't really abide by those rules. Like he, he made immediately had two fouls and didn't rebound all that well. He rebounded in spurts. Um, but he, he always played pretty good on ball defense. But as far as his IQ and the, and his rebounding ability, he's really kind of stepped it up the past couple of games and he's yeah. kind of reinserted himself as, a guy who has a legitimate role. He's saving his legacy. We have a Groundhog Day 2.0. <laughs> I mean, that was a huge takeaway. And he has a big role on this team. I mean, he's – I mean, who else can you really go to, you know, to play that role? I mean, when you don't have a Colby in there, like, we need a wing defender, in my opinion, off the bench who can be a versatile defender. I think he can really fill that role. So that was huge. And then it was just nice having Kunkel back. Like, having Kunkel back was so fucking nice. He's just a smart basketball player. Makes good plays. He's just hitting timely shots this year, too. Um, I thought it was really, really nice having Kunkel back. And he, I guess at this point, and things can change over the course of a season, but I think you pretty much have a good grip on what this team is. I think with Fremantle, he's going to have good games. He's going to have shitty games. I think that we are much better when Fremantle's good. Um, but he's going to have games like this. And I think it, you'd be naive if you think that he's just going to be on the rails all the time or bad all the time. I think he's going to be – a microwave scorer at times, and at times he's going to be a traffic cone who doesn't really do much of anything, uh, which is what we saw that night. But um, our top three are – and I think that Sule is officially one of your best players. Like, he – in my opinion, the gap is not far between Jack and Colby and Sule. If anything, they're all, like, right there together. Um, Sule has been absolutely phenomenal. I, I, without Sule, I don't think we'd be close to where we are right now. We haven't seen guard play like this in a long time. Which guard play was supposed to be our big weakness this year. I mean, everybody knew that Colby is a Big East Player of the Year candidate. Jack Nungy is him. I, he's a first-team yep. All-Big East. Fremantle can pretty much score just about all anywhere on the floor, um, yep. except when he has a red light from three, which, thank God again. the uh, So we kind of we kind of knew that. So the three, four, and five positions, we we knew we were going to be pretty solid, and, and yep. especially with Colby and Jack. The front, the backcourt is where we had so many questions, mark, question marks. I mean, yeah. we have a scoring point guard who we haven't seen. We had coming into the season, we had not seen play against a ton of top competition, and our starting two guard was uh, the past two years has been really inconsistent with the shots. So we did not know what exactly we we're getting. And after that, you have two freshmen, so you really don't know what the fuck's going on there. So the entire backcourt was a major question mark, and. Sule has just done a fantastic job of giving us a solid go-to guy. You have some, con- you have consistency and just a guy that you know can, that can go get a bucket, which we haven't even really seen the past couple of years. And the fact that it's coming from a mid-major transfer mm-hmm. is like that, that's the most pleasant surprise I've gotten since my 13th birthday. What happened then? <laughs> well, so I got surprised with um, a pink a penguin. A pink penguin. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thought I coming, yeah. <laughs> how that? How? Never, never mind. Is Sule the biggest bucket we've had since Trayvon Blewett on campus? At least the one biggest one that we've sold. Yeah, for sale. They are for sale. Last I checked. I, I, I'm gonna say it. I think I think he's the biggest bucket that Xavier's had since Trayvon Blewett. Damn. Who's I better? Mean, who's better from the? Who was a bigger bucket from the? Uh, maybe Najee. Ryan Wellage, game one. Of his now that's a career. Bucket. Now that's a bucket. Sule, and then honestly, this is just a good team too. Like no disrespect, like to the Najee team. Like I think Najee's a better player. It's not even really close, but but 
like Najee's teams had a lot. You know, I don't think Najee's teams were as good as this team. Not even close. Yeah, that's and also true. Like percentages and how constant he is, and like Najee, Najee to me was kind of like a, I don't, he's very similar to a Colby Jones, like not a knockdown shooter, kind of a Swiss Army knife, whatever. Sule is just a fucking bucket, absolute fucking bucket, constant threat to score, and the the clip that he's shooting at with his frequency is unbelievable. And obviously, you can't expect that over the course of the season, but I think you're going to get some version of that. Oh, I'm expecting it over the course of the season. One hundred percent. If 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 he's one percentage under, then he's done. Right. Cooked. Yeah. Sule's <laughs> washed. Right. And and to be honest, in this game, I mean, I mean, we started like absolute fucking dog shit. Um, I was really, really worried when the game started. Like the first eight to fourteen or so minutes, I was like, "Fucking Christ, we sucked. It was not good." And I'm gonna be really real with you. I don't really get. I mean, I'm excited that we won. I, I think if we had lost, you would feel a lot worse. I don't think we played exceptionally well, if I'm being completely honest with you. I don't think we played necessarily much better basketball than we had been playing in games we lost to Duke, Gonzaga, games like that. But you did enough to close out a big game, which I thought was important. Um, and then, and then obviously, I mean, we easily could have won the Gonzaga game, by the way. And that's the thing about basketball is a ball could bounce another, like same with Indiana. We could have easily won that Indiana game. Um, but we went on that. We smacked them in the face. What was it, Andy? Five, six, seven minutes to go. We went on an absolute tear and really pulled away and didn't really look back. Um, I think we've shown the ability to do that, to go on big runs with, you know, an, an important juncture in the game with, you know, anywhere in the 10 to six minutes left mark to really pull away. And then we've been able to hold on to those leads. And we were yeah, so able to again. I, I would, I'm going to go out on the women say that going like, so in the last eight minutes of the game, like that's a team that's very much like Georgetown in overtime against a, a low major team. You don't want to play them. Like, that's what you do not want to match up against. Is like because there, there are spurts where like our defense would look so fucking good. Like we saw it in the Gonzaga game when we went our went on our own 10-0 run. Like we we all know what this offense is. This offense is absolutely incredible. Like there's really a, not a shot that I don't think is going in it's like we have it's it's like we have a bunch of joe burrows out there just you know they're gonna get a, they can fucking get it done on, on that offensive end defensively that's where it gets a little we'll call it wishy-washy <laughs> good word <laughs> and it's like you have a bunch of joe burrows out there just playing defense <laughs> like he's good it's just like that's not what he's good at it's, yeah it's not like, like not what you think of when you think of that team yeah. you don't really think of Joe Burrow playing basketball. Shots. <laughs> we talked about Georgetown. You mind if we take 30 seconds to slander those guys real quick? I always. It's so shitty in Georgetown land that they're giving away tickets for free. DC <laughs> residents. You have, I, okay. They say but I have a fake ID residents. though. <laughs> but do you think if you're going to come in and you you live across the I don't know if there's a river there. I can't remember. You live in Falls Church, Virginia. I mean, Are they going to be like, there. no, you have to pay the $3.50 admission rather than it be free? Is that, that before would... or after the um download, the processing fees? Processing fees, uh, since it's D.C., there's probably some unnecessary tax, so it's probably more, like 12 bucks. Musketeer Madness costs more than an actual Georgetown GameCube. Mm, man. Great. Crazy! Oh, idea. how the mighty have fallen! 
<laughs> dude, is there a lower floor than giving away free tickets to anyone in your city? Yeah, like I mean, I understand giving away to, giving them free to students. I mean, some some big time programs do that, but just citizens. That's I mean, not- okay, I'll say this: whenever I went to Bowling Green, I you could go to some games for free, but not all of them. Like some of the games, you still had to pay for. And Georgetown's giving them away for free. And Bowling Green and Georgetown aren't like they don't have actually. The, I mean, they're similar. Yeah, they're very similar at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> honest question. Honest question. You put Georgetown in the American. Okay, are they still in last place? I mean, Louisville. I mean, not last place, but close. I'd have to take a good look at the American, but I they would be <laughs> towards the. I'm, you I'm put not really... Louisville. Louisville and Georgetown in the American who Louisville. and have a run a whole season who finishes in last Louisville by a mile. I, th- I think Louisville finishes in last simply because Georgetown has Acock Acock. Mm. Georgetown's got some pieces like they're not that bad. They're bad, but they're not Louisville bad. Louisville is a complete train wreck. Louisville will be lucky to win three games this season. Georgetown will win six, seven or eight. Man. So who has their next double-digit win season? <laughs> I'm going to say Georgetown. I think Louisville's just really far away from being actually competitive. Who can put that program back on the fucking rails or back on the tracks? <sighs> you know you know who that guy is. You know who that guy is. Rhymes with Schmick Menino. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Lato? <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> God, I'd love to see him come back again. <laughs> yeah, so the, when when Stubblefield leaves, leaves for the Louisville job, then Dave Plato <laughs> 3.0. Please, God. Please make it happen. For the love of God, make it happen. Um, but the West Virginia game, I don't know what else there really more is to say. It, it's kind of been – I don't think we played exceptionally well. I don't think we played exceptionally bad. I think we played about as good as, as we played against some of the better teams we played. I just don't think that West Virginia was as good as Gonzaga. I think if we, I think we played. It's a damn bold take, dude. I mean, <laughs> all all what it is, and then, uh, but but it was good to see them close one now. I think I think if you lose that game, I think that was one of those games where if you win, it's like okay, cool, we really need to win that game, and and you feel good. But I think the good doesn't feel as as good as the, the bad would have felt if we had lost. If that makes any sense, if we had lost that game, it's just that would not have been fun at all. That was if, the kind if of- we lost that game, then I, at that point, I'm a, I'm a little concerned about our resume because we. We have no prediction of what the Big East is going to look like this year. I mean, right now, there are two teams that would be quad one games at home, and that's yeah. Creighton and U- UConn. I mean, yeah. yeah, granted, like, you do have a few more opportunities in the um, for quad one on the away games, but not a whole lot. You'd probably maybe have, as the, the net rankings, the, the canceled net, net rankings came out the other day, uh, and you would probably have six, seven quad one opportunities. If we yep. don't get that one there, then that's that's bad. Like you're probably looking at you're probably looking at the UC game on Saturday, which I meant to say this with the collaboration with the Viva La Cats podcast, which we're still waiting on confirmation of what, if that we have or not. Um, I think that's confirmation. <laughs> as um. Uh, we, I, I meant to say is on that, like, UC is going to get better. 
they are probably going to end up being a, a quad two game at home uh, on the road, but you really don't get like they're like one thirty right now. Yeah, like there's there's no guarantee. Yeah, they're, like, they're maybe 150, 150 right now in the net. So, but like the, either it's a quad three game on on Saturday as a road game. Yeah, you can't draw too much into the net right now, but um, but it it won't be higher. It definitely won't be quad one. No, it definitely won't be quad one. There's Probably a chance it could be quad two. So that's why, like, the, this game, this game is like it, it could be very important. An extra, an extra quad two win will not hurt. It can't yeah. be quad five, otherwise they wouldn't call it quad. Quint five. Good man. That's that's why we love you. Um, but also too, there were just so many reasons that West Virginia game would have sucked to lose. So many reasons, like at home, West Virginia, Bob Huggins, like and Chris you, and back really- in the building. Exactly, but um, so so a really nice win, and honestly, it just avoids what would have really fucking sucked. And I mean, you'd be five and four heading into the shootout yeah, with absolutely. what three straight losses? Yeah, or was there a game in between? No, there was Southeast Louisiana. Forget that game; that one doesn't count. But uh, you'd be five and four heading into the shootout with zero momentum, and every notable team you've played, with all due respect to Florida, you've lost to. Yeah, so. There's a big difference between that and then being six and three with a a ten point win over Bob Huggins, which kind of is like beating UC anyways. So yeah. next best they're game. already yeah yeah. And the fact that we get back to back games like one against Bob Huggins, the second against uh, UC poetry. That's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And then guys, we talked. We I barely like brought it up. So I didn't want to bring it up too much on you know on the road over there. Um, but good lord, that Bob Huggins. Uh, Post game interview, absolute art. That's how you, that's how you draw it up. Could not be more yeah. perfect. It was beautiful. He looked absolutely fucking miserable. I mean, we had post game drama, guys getting into it, Huggins walking off. I don't think he dodged the handshake, but I don't think he didn't dodge the handshake. If that makes any sense. I mean, he didn't. Um, he never didn't shake hands. Yeah. Um. So it was just everything you could have wanted. It was awesome. Uh, and that just that, I can't lie, I felt really fucking good to win that game. I mean, I, I never think a win feels bad, but that one did have a little bit of extra special uh, motivation behind it, just because of the history. And he did say he has nothing good to say about us, which I mean, look at us. What bad things can you say about Xavier or their fans? I mean, look at us a lot. Oh, exactly, no, that's, that's my point. A lot of bad things. <laughs> we could get Tom Brenneman in on this podcast and kind of bounce ideas off risk. each other. And what I mean, what's going to happen? We get canceled. <laughs> Would be first. That'll be a four nothing ball game. <laughs> Cancel Andy. Now we turn to the shootout. Um, I'm not going to lie, and maybe I'm overthinking it. I feel like we just win win this game by like seven to fourteen. I mean, it's really, yeah. But more on that later. But more, maybe, maybe, possibly, maybe. Uh, I mean, you'll know. We don't know. You, as the listener, can. We'll, yeah. We will Just have let us know. it by now. Let, it, let li- us know. Yeah, you're living in the future where you know. We we're currently in the past where we don't know. We have no idea. We're in the present, but the past to you, and you're right. in the future to us. But you're in the present to you. Time. To Time isn't linear, is it? I don't no, know. Absolutely no, not. But don't don't give him a straight line. 
I'm going to bring up a topic. If we want to talk <laughs> about it, we can talk about it. If you don't, we don't have to. What the hell is UC doing in football? What the, what the hell is that high? I don't... Yeah, so it came as quite a surprise. Not Luke Fickle leaving. It was only a matter of time, which is either linear or not. We don't know if time is. But Fickle right. leaves, and then it's like, hey, who's their coach? You have UC fans convinced they're getting Dion. It's like, okay, yeah, no, they're not. Like, he's going to take a power five job. Yeah. So then he goes to Colorado, whatever. And then the next question is, okay, well, who's their head coach? Brian Hartline, Ohio State's wide receiver coach. He's brought up. He's like, no, I want to stay at Ohio State. So then they're like, okay, Desmond Ritter, best quarterback they've ever had, says, hey, we should promote this offensive coordinator whose name escapes me. They decide not to. And then they get this guy who went 25 and 24 with Louisville. And uh, they play Louisville. It's like the most mediocre hire that you could make. Yeah. The way I described it was going from Tubby Smith to Billy Gillespie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. That's a pretty good uh, – yeah, I think that makes sense. It's going to be like, – I don't know. I guess they, they, have, they have some opportunity. I felt like – because – I feel like they, that that program, deserved better. Like they've built the way oh, it what, Luke Fitt, does. what what Luke Fitt, Fickle built. I mean, they just went to the college football playoff for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's yeah, huge. Like, I, that that job was that that job had to be more desirable than twenty five and twenty four, Satterfield. It definitely was, but um, it's weird because UC's in such a weird spot because yeah, yeah. they went to the playoff, but they're still. Like, if you're making tiers, not as far as, like, winning goes or prestige or anything, just jobs, head coaching jobs. Like, UC's not in the top tier. They're not in the second tier. They're probably, like, a third-tier job type mm-hmm. of deal. But um, the only thing I can think of is they're going to the Big 12. They're not expecting to be good, and they need someone that they can just ride through it for, like, five years and then that- get the guy they actually want. Because this saves them a ton of money. They're paying him, like – three point something a year, which is far less than Fickle was making. He was like at six mil a year. So it cuts the budget and I think it's just like, okay, whatever. If we go six and six for five straight years, whatever, then we'll really focus on it. I kind of think that's a thought problem. Like here's a guy who's at least competed at the at the high major level, the, like the highest level of college football. So he can at least keep the ship afloat and then whatever we yeah. can go for. Basically yeah, exactly. like Satterfield's job is to don't Get in trouble. No sanctions. Just don't don't sink the ship. Just yeah. Don't fuck it up too hard. Travis, like just keep it keep it status quo. Um, I but, do but have breaking I... news though. Go ahead. Breaking news as we speak. We, we are it. getting the interview. We are getting the collaboration. Oh man. So we on this podcast right here, you're going to hear us talk some shit, banter, have some great combos, talk about some skyline chili, talk about Jack Fremantle. And with two UC fans, which I try to think of a better think of their names. That's, can you? No, J- J- Justin Hiles <laughs> and Steve Mauer. They're okay. <laughs> Glad you didn't ask me. And, and uh, our our dudes from the Viva La Cats podcast, you'll be able to. They actually they actually do a lot of other really cool stuff. They uh, ran Barstool UC before they blocked us. And not gonna make people popular around here. 
not not a good sell for the for our listeners. I feel like <laughs> no, probably not. But and like, no, they'll, they'll, but we don't we really don't need to sell them all that much because they'll hear the, they'll hear the collaboration. That they will. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I've been a Xavier fan for a long time. Grew up with a bunch of UC fans. I was like the only Xavier fan that went to my school. You got to be able. Obviously, I fucking can't stand UC. I hope they lose every fucking game. But I got a lot of love for UC fans. Like they're fucking people. It's sports. It's just not that deep. Like I can, right. I can, I can bullshit with UC fans. Like, I, I and I think you should be able to. I think I think if you take it that seriously, you're doing a little too much. Yeah, like if it's like consuming, like how you feel about people, then yeah, yeah it's that's just like they're fucking people, man. Like if my dad went to UC, who knows what fucking side I'd be on? My dad went to Xavier. I watched Xavier games. So I was a little kid. I'm Xavier fan. You know what I mean? Like under different circumstances, things could be way different. Who fucking knows? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The fucking people rooting for a sports team. Like, it's not that deep. Yeah, I mean, we're all still gobbling the same type of food, so. Yeah, we're all still gobbling. restaurants. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, we're all gobbling buttocks. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> what but a fellas, I can't uh, wait. Yeah, that's it. Goblin buttocks. I did. I did want to shout out their Twitter ads. All right, let's keep talking. Then. Yeah, yeah. Said. So, uh, yeah, said. So we'll, we'll we'll lead you right, go right from Goblin Buttocks to <laughs> you guys. You guys should. Um, you guys should follow at underscore Mauer Power on Twitter. Then. <laughs> We've had some pretty and, good endings where we say something funny. I didn't think that was the one. Just to be completely honest. And then also at Justin Hiles underscore. Yeah, that's, that's where you can find them. They had our Twitter handles like straight up on paper, like on hand. And I forgot. You, yeah, can, were... you can tell that they prepare for a podcast. Yeah, that's one thing. I, I, have, I had a lot of respect for that. Like they had everything like they, 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 had, they were able to pull up stats and we're kind of just like, you know, free balling it. We're, we're, we're kind of just here talking bullshit. I'm mean, I do not respect that to be honest. It's not what we're here for. I mean, we're improv artists. We're comedic yeah, geniuses. We don't this is like whenever a rapper goes on to like sway in the morning and busts out a freestyle. Like you can tell when ones are written because it's like, you know, they're not asking like, oh, give me a topic or a beat comes on. They're like, no, 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 change it. Something different. Because they've written it. Us, we're like freestyling, like it's a work of art. And I think that people realize that that we're true artists. That's uh, that's exactly it. And I mean, luckily, you guys are. Uh, that's a good comparison because you we we do have an in-house rapper, as we as we've all seen. Yeah. So, I, it, it just it it's, it made me feel at home. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. I I don't know what else I have to say other than we got to push that zoom out. Got to push the zoom. Remind me if I forget. Remind me about the Zoom. We got to fucking make that a shit. If anything, that's going on in the CapEx. Like, we need to make that shit happen. Board. I might have to call the troops on that one. It's rarely like calling the troops. We have to call the troops. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get everybody to to just basically bug the fuck out of Rick until he does it. <laughs> like, late Friday night. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, like, midnight. I need to be up till 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. It can't happen. It's got to happen, like, honestly, Saturday morning at, like, 1.00. Midnight, twelve thirty. No, I'll be drinking at that point. Are you kidding me? I hope I'll so. Be, I'll be out drinking. It's sa- Saturday at 
So, so Andy, so it's Friday night at 11.30 p.m. Yes. Saturday morning is midnight. I'm uh, talking about Saturday morning at like 12.30, 1 a.m. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll still much- be drinking, but probably yes. not out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Still Friday night. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait, man. It's shootout week. Hopefully, we're celebrating a big old ass kicking this time next week. Gobbling. Um, gobbling. Thank you. Thank you, Coop. I almost fucked up. I'm going to be honest. We should kick this team's ass. I, I don't really have much else to say. We should kick this team's fucking ass. We should. And, Andy, question for you. Have we already done the interview at this point in the podcast, or is it, like, about to go <laughs> into the interview? We're the so listener prepared. already knows. Yeah, we don't. Uh, that's a good question. I guess stay tuned to find out. Uh, <laughs> my, my plan my plan is to go into the interview from here. All right. I just love how, about how... An, hey, how about an airplane noise? You know, it's been a fucking long time since I had a good airplane noise. All right. <laughs> and... Stop somewhere, right? All right, we've got our boys, Roblob Pod. You can find them at Roblob Pod on the Bird app, of course, and Spotify. I think you guys are on Apple Pods and other shit too. Uh, we got Cap. I don't fucking know what we're on. <laughs> we got Cap, Coop, Andy. You can find them at CapX34, at Coop Led, and at Andy Pick17. Boys, welcome back. It's great to have you. Also, this has oh, turned into my favorite yearly tradition. Like, number, <laughs> well, it's, it's number two. Number one, obviously, kicking the shit out of the Bearcats. Number two, <laughs> this, doing this podcast every year. So, wait, I just want to make this clear. Like, this is a Fenway Bowl preview podcast, right? That's what we're here to talk about. Because yeah, we're here to talk about baseball. Because Xavier's about to get this football program, so we hear. So, we're just kind of preparing ourselves for that. And yeah. a Fenway Bowl preview is kind of like how we wanted to start off, like getting our feet wet with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Honestly, I mean, Xavier's supposed to have like a $1 billion endowment, right? They're supposed to just dump everything into the bowl straight into right. straight, straight, yeah. straight into the football program. You guys are getting a massive stadium. It's like supposed to be 70,000 seats, right? 80,000. Uh, 80, yeah, we're, 80, we're yeah. Sorry. 80. We'll be a uh, power six. Yeah. Power six. Okay. Yeah. So you guys yeah. are going straight to the American? Yes. That's we're correct. Con- okay. 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 Let's well, make sure we're not dodging. Like, we're Sun Sunbelt, baby. Sunbelt, fun belt. Yeah. <laughs> we could only, only dream. Yeah, so if, like, now that we're not, now that we're not in the American anymore, I can say how stupid that, that whole thing was about the fucking like, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, power six because that everybody believes that. Like, I'm I'm so oh glad God. I don't have to believe in that anymore. That was amazing. We we had to be like the the front runners for that, and it really sucked because none of us believed in it, and yes. none of, still none of us believe in it. But like, we have to say it because you have to like fight for yourself. Got So it's like convincing yourself you're having fun, just like we had to convince ourselves we were having fun at the NIT last year. Yeah, 69th <laughs> best team in America. <laughs> I got to it. If you're gonna be first, be hey, they raised the banner for it. Yeah, hey, <laughs> that's true. And and congratulations, by the way. I don't think we got to give you guys a formal congrats as a fan base. Uh, congrats on hanging another NIT banner. Sixty nine. Hey, the two time national champions. Like, 
Xavier and Ishii. True. <laughs> There's the I handshake beam right there. Two-time yeah. national champion. Yeah. Is that uh, Arnold? <laughs> Ar- who's Arnold and um, who Carl is Weathers, right? OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You guys wonder if he'll get into coaching? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I think no. I think it's more, more going to be an attorney. Yeah. Can I just say, I think you guys dodged a massive bullet. I'm calling my shot right now. Deion Sanders is going to be an absolute shit show in college. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know, man. I mean, going to be a hard ass. He will be just he, – he's not going to be there for like an eight and four season. He's like either 12 and 0 or 0 and 12. Yes. There is zero yeah, in between. Yeah. With Penny Hardaway of college football. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> gonna get God flashy damn. recruits. It's, I, they're gonna be excited, then they're gonna suck. Well, he's, all, he's also gonna have the mentality. You, you got to think like he's either gonna go twelve and zero, but like after two losses, so I mean, season's pretty much over. He's gonna start tank, tanking for the better draft pick. Oh I'm yeah, telling you this, Colorado <laughs> will not be successful under under. I almost called him Penny Hardaway under Dion for for five five years from now. They will not be successful. Under Dion Hardaway. Um, There's Dion no Hardaway. way. There is no way Dion lasts five years there. No fucking. If way. he does really well, he's gone in like the second he gets a chance. If he does really poorly, they're gonna get rid of him within like three years, guaranteed. And then he's back to back to D two. Honestly, we would love to take their sloppy seconds. Come down to the Pioneer League. Come coach X. Let's get it. <laughs> Can you imagine Dion Sanders coming back? Like, there's all this talk all week long about like oh my god what if he's the bearcats heads coach head coach everybody loves it everybody hates it and then he just ends yes. up going to fucking xavier <laughs> yeah <laughs> he knows the city played with the reds so of course load the boat load yeah. the boat on Reds <laughs> on sanders uniforms load the fucking boat i'm buying stock now yeah it's gotta happen yeah and if there's anything Dion sanders like really exemplifies its jesuit values god told him like God told him to leave. So I mean, he listens to God every day. Uh, sounds like a Jesuit man to me. I don't. I I I know that from from some amount of experience of being around Xavier's campus that they don't. I mean, I guess they believe in God, but like there's 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 only a certain amount of like attributes that go towards that. And I really wonder how quickly that would be thrown out if you have a guy like Dion. He's just like, <laughs> like you said, he ain't come to play religion. We ain't come to play religion. <laughs> Here's the thing. Maybe. There's being religious. Like we don't. You don't want to go full BYU where you get kicked out of school for having sex. That's just. I mean, they're public enemy number one. Yeah, justice for Brandon Davies. Thank you. I mean, thank God we don't do like a Zach Freeman until be kicked out. They're on live television. Imagine making the news for having sex. That dude. That must have been the biggest. Like he probably felt like the coolest dude in the world. Confirmed. He was on too. ESPN like, for having sex. Yeah, like he rode his bike over there. Everybody thought he was a badass for doing that. Dude, like that's like, honestly that's cooler than getting kicked you get kicked out for that like that's pretty cool that's pretty cool to he's got a, yeah. he rides on the he, pegs his friend <laughs> rode, rode him over there <laughs> the most important detail i'm interested in is like what outfit was he wearing was he wearing like the classic college hookup like outfit like you know you got the slides of the nike uh nike socks some uh short ass shorts and like a hoodie oh yeah uh I, he, he was in full uniform right here <laughs> shoulder pads and everything. Yeah, you got the white Coop tie sources can the... confirm. Hey, you can never be too protected. Get... Get boys, you better get us on topic, or we're gonna do this all night. This is a very all righty, real quick. We're talking about <laughs> coaching changes, so I want to, I want to ask you, coaching changes. What the hell happened with Travis Steele last year? You you fired him in the middle of the national title run. I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, clearly it worked. Yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> I, I think two things kind of 
like, kind of came about, like, first things first, they were confident they can get their guy, but they had to make the move right now. So they knew who exactly who they wanted. There was, they saw mutual interest, but they also saw South Carolina was was making a huge push for him. They could not, like, kind of string him along. And you're not going to string a guy like Sean Miller along. Like, you know you want him. Like, he's you have Travis Steele here, who everybody knows my opinion on him. I still think he's a he has a lot of potential to be a good basketball coach. But Sean Miller is the guy that we were just hoping Travis Steele could become. So yeah. you already have that guy who wants to come back. You make that move now. When, when the opportunity presents itself. And I think a, a big thing that uh, people overlook is he picked up his 70th win over Cleveland State. You couldn't have fired him before then and left him at 69. So you <laughs> wanted to get him to 70, and then that's when you make the decision. The 69th best team in the country deserves the 69 wins on that coach. That you do. It's just because they didn't want us three to make memes about it, that's why they waited till he got his 70th win. Yeah, they had us in well, mind the entire also, time. We can't have those fuckers <laughs> having a field day. Well, I'm I'm also just curious too, like, was Sean Miller like the real play like the whole time? Because I mean, Chris Mack was technically out there, like, and he still doesn't have a job. I know there's like investigations, he ratted dudes out to the FBI. Like, I don't know if you want that guy back, but what was it always Sean or was it like well there's plenty of FBI Chris? investigations going on anyways no matter who you're talking about it's fbi either way <laughs> fbi knocking on xavier's doorstep every day honestly the fbi made the decision for us yeah they <laughs> said this, this is your guy like look, look what he did look at look at look at the recruits he brought in like you want this guy we ain't come to play moral yeah. police man <laughs> well i think it was and here's when it comes to mac honestly what i heard is that mac didn't really have a desire to come back at that time Mac was getting a fat check from Louisville. I think it's something like in the ballpark of like a hundred something thousand dollars a month for the next four years with his buyout. So I think Mac kind of just wanted to just kind of soak up dad life a little bit. His daughters were getting older. I don't think he had much of a desire to come back. And with Sean Miller, you know, our, uh, our athletic directors on like the, the committee of whatever the committee of good boys, whatever it's called. Um, so he, I think he knew what, what it was going to be for Sean Miller coming down. And I think it's the committee of infections. Yeah, the Committee of Infections. We've been on that committee for a good six, seven years. <laughs> Still talking about doctor about that. Anyway, um, but I think you knew what it was going to be. It's going to be a slap on the wrist, I think. Uh, yeah, we're, we're ridiculous, in case you haven't figured that out. I think this is good for your podcast, though, because you get to have these moronic viewpoints of, like, the Xavier fan base. They're like, oh, these guys are easy to make fun of. This is great. <laughs> so your people probably, you can have those Xavier morons again. That was awesome. What was, what was the quote that you guys, uh, like, you know, kind of held up high? Is it, like, delightful white noise or something like this? <laughs> delightfully, delightfully stupid, stupid noise. noise. Yeah. My ex-girlfriend, I remember one day I was recording the podcast. And she's like, why do you do this? It's just a bunch of stupid noise. So <laughs> that we just doing this podcast not make you popular with the ladies so <laughs> we had we had her say it was it was stupid noise but then we also had a review that said it was delightfully stupid so <laughs> it just flew right into right into each other that's that's definitely like if it's not in your guys's bio i'm gonna look i don't think it is it definitely should go back in there i feel like it was at some point it was at one point yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk to our guy, Andy, slacking. Yeah, slacking, <laughs> lacking. Um, we real quick, we want to know, like, at, at this point, is this like, are we, are we, have we reached the point where this is now, we're not playing for anything other than like the naming rights to Miller time? Because <sighs> there's a Miller on both sides. 
whoever wins, I feel like gets to use the Miller time gift for like the next well, year. Well, who's going to gobble the most? It. Who's going to gobble the most ass is what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> if they have to have to rename it, I saw I that I today. Got, I think I got a good suggestion if you have to rename it. No, no, it's yeah, yeah. gobble the most behinds. Come on, man. <laughs> we have kids listening. That can't be a There's real no quote. person in our program. There, I just got no person in That's our program. That's not a real quote, right? <laughs> No, quote? no, I, no, no, I don't think it is. I mean, I mean, I, sure like, hope I think not. West. <laughs> that's just it's I, not gobble it would, it would for sure. A, <laughs> gobble. <laughs> it would be a bad gobble. look. I'll, I'll oh, say that. I mean, he's still he got leftover turkey from Thanksgiving. He had you know turkey on the minds. You know, I'll give. I mean, it. I remember <laughs> from his introductory press conferences. Well, we want to beat their behind. I remember I that very he's specifically. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I forgot but about he, that. Yeah. he never said gobble, though, in his press conference, to yeah. your knowledge. And that's <laughs> a new development. <laughs> we're we're checking but, but with yeah, our sources. Definitely, it's definitely Battle of the Millers. It's made the best Miller win, for sure. Yeah. Hey, but all I got to say is, hats off to the wife. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're home for dinner, Wes. <laughs> Just don't call it well, late for I'm, I'm, Wait, is Sean I'm Miller I'm curious. Well, yeah, he is. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Lovely wife. <laughs> but not to Wes Miller. A lot of people think that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, they, it would be really awkward, too, if they were, like, married or ex-boyfriends or whatever and just coaching. <laughs> I think that just I mean, add more spice to the rivalry. Maybe, maybe like that's it. where he got the saying. I need, I need like, <laughs> I need like a shitty like Fox nineteen interview like with with both the coaches, and then it's just called like We're the Millers. It's like a shitty like twenty minute sitcom for yeah. like the full week leading up to the fucking class. <laughs> okay, would. all right. I have a follow up though. Uh, is oh, how big is the bag that Sean Miller is gonna drop if Xavier beats uh, UC at Dana Gardens? Like, how big is the duffel bag? <laughs> They're playing at Dana Gardens. <laughs> I no, no, it's I'm more saying like a, after the game, if they win, yeah. like I don't think so, it'll happen this year. Basically, I think you're gonna confuse it for a recruiting visit. Yeah, we gotta save that money for recruiting, fellas. We gotta save that money for recruiting. It's going straight to NIL. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, it's kind of like that situation. Was it Tennessee recruits getting money inside of a McDonald's bag or something like that? Yeah. With us, it's just inside yeah. of a, like a Skyline bag, and it's NIL money. <laughs> it's change inside of Miller Lite. <laughs> imagine yeah. imagine like actually like they they give it to you they you you get fucking skyline like boxes and it's the conies but you know how like the conies are always just fucking dog shit when you get them from like yeah. it to go yeah. and it's just money wedged under it covered in chili and cheese <laughs> soggy <laughs> wet buns <laughs> what, what does this take you said they're dog shit when they're to go dude oh like, yeah I, I no, don't know. They're I mean, so bad when they're to go. They're always uh, soggy. I've never no. had a, I You've love Skyline. Like I love Scon Skyline, but like they're always soggy when I get them to go. Like the they key is, last. the key is get the cheese on the side. That's and then true. put the cheese on yourself. You also on yourself or you put it on the yeah, that's the, the slimy cheese. That's why you eat Skyline. Like this you got to have No, you eat it for cheese. the fluffy cheese. That's the whole no. point. That's what separates. No. If I want slimy I like cheese, I'll go to your... fucking Gold Star. <laughs> a house divided. No, don't even say that name on this podcast. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm going to bleep that out. Bleep okay. that out. Okay. Sorry, sorry. But we'll we'll get back on topic here in a second. Probably. I don't know. It's not probably my podcast. Not. But <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, can we all agree? Like, I will admit, I like Gold Star. 
Like, it's not my, I like Skyline more, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, Gold Star sucks. I mean, sometimes I like a good burger. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's when you know you're chilling fucking shape. game to start making burgers. I think I agree. I'm, gold, I would eat Gold Star, but why would I have Gold Star when I can have Skyline? This is true. Honestly, like I want to see, it, I want to see a skyline put right next to a gold star and see what bit, what does what business. Burger. Like it's it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's straight up like Crusty Crabber's chum bucket. Two things <laughs> unite the fan bases: skyline and gobbling ass. <laughs> and the red signing catchers, right? <laughs> and the red signing catchers, <laughs> which is similar. There's a joke there between gobbling ass and being a catcher, but yeah. I don't know. Someone else can make that joke. <laughs> we'll put it together. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep but, it clean uh, here. Andy will edit the podcast. I mean, that, that's for Wes and Sean to figure out when they get home <laughs> to get tonight together. You know, say, what do you want? What do you want to do tonight, boys? Uh, we'll figure that out before or after we gobble out. It's gobbling time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, getting uh, back on well, track here. Let's get back on the fucking tracks, real, real quick. <laughs> getting, getting the uh, train back on the rails. We need a one-sentence breakdown of how Xavier's season has gone so far from each of you. Just one sentence. Andy, go, go ahead. ahead. You always come first, Andy. Go ahead. <laughs> you think Wes or Sean? Never mind. <laughs> uh, how, how Xavier's season has gone. Um, uh, basically, a lot of good offense. A lot of bad defense, and we just can't get them to finish. <laughs> Two of these things that won't finish. Uh, okay, <laughs> you asked for a sentence. I'll give you a word. Solid. All good, right. Not great. Not bad. Decent. Yeah. If you had promised me yeah. to start going into the season, I would have taken it. And that type of analysis yeah. why you, is why you come to the Roll Blob Podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's season's good. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Roll Blob Podcast. What do we got to analyze today? Uh, the basketball season. Okay. How is it? Good. Sign off. Right. <laughs> I mean, we have the entire PK85, and I'm pretty sure our next podcast is all about Fremantle getting stroked. <laughs> that's that's true. We didn't He's talk about played, Duke. Like, shit since then. I think there's a good Yeah, wasn't he like, I saw his, uh, the plus minus, like box score plus minus the other night, and he was oh like negative 30 or something like that. <laughs> right. He's not been the so same bad. since he got jacked off on television. He's not been the same. <laughs> okay. Before we get back to the, the season, I'm, I'm just curious, like, do we think gotta, the DUI chant was too early during the game on Saturday night? Like, like the first dead ball, the DUI chant, like, it was good. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. It was good. I liked it. But I, I feel like we could have saved that for a little bit later in the game. I feel like chants like that are better when you have a lead. We didn't have a lead until yeah. very late in the game. So doing it, we were probably, I think we went down like seven to two to start we were off. Our like, and we're like, and we're talking about DUIs. Like, Problem. all right, let's like. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, this thing might, might lose by 40. Why don't we do it now while we got it? We're still within five. I mean, let's do it now. <laughs> Did you guys Get watch that game it, at all? Yeah. Did you guys care as as UC fans about hugs coming to Cintas? I saw the uh, I saw the Twitter clips as they rolled throughout the game, and yeah. some like watch the yeah. box score, but I didn't watch the actual game. Did you see the post game yeah. press conference? No. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> so good. Please Classic enlighten hugs. us. Please enlighten <laughs> us. 
he was just pissed. I loved it. They're like, <laughs> oh, they're like a lot of Xavier guys got to the bucket at will. How do you stop him from getting straight line drives? Stop him from getting straight line drives. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't don't give him a straight line. Don't yeah, that was it. Don't give him a straight line. <laughs> okay. I still love that he's like I have nothing good to say about Xavier in the pregame press conference. Oh, I love I was that. Like, All right, man. Yeah. My only <laughs> thing is, from a tactical perspective, why say that before the game and piss off the fans you know already don't like you? I just think, like, obviously I love that, but, like, just tactically it doesn't make any sense to me to hype up the other team. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Wait, wait. Bulletin if we material. Ask him right now, gun to his head, hey, Hugs, what did you say in the press conference last Thursday? He's like, fuck, I don't know. Like, yeah. right. <laughs> Does he right. even remember <laughs> Right. I don't know. I, I've heard it. some interesting things about the the local police in Morgantown, West Virginia. So maybe uh, a few of those extra violations have gone off the uh, gone off the books. There. Maybe so. But it's well, it's been a good start. That's reckless speculation. Yeah. Xavier's here's the thing about extra season so far. Like we've looked good, but we don't have a lot of like resume. Like the, the West Virginia game is solid. The Florida win is decent, but like we played Gonzaga tough. We played Duke tough. We played uh, Fairfield tough. But no, but no, it's Fairfield. Thank you. Well, no, here's my fun. thing. Like, so the net, like we, we have those, uh, we have those three quality losses that the net is not giving us credit for. <laughs> the like, committee's not valuing like, quality losses. As a coach, like I'm sitting there like, it's like the, it's like the net sits there and wants us to win every game. But like, what are we going to learn from that? If we, I don't, like as a coach, I don't want, I don't want my team to win every game. I want to lose. I even try to lose sometimes. It seems like. And then now that I don't know, but, but, but yeah. you learn more from your loss. You don't learn from wins. You learn from the losses. That's why you got to have these early season quality losses. There's Andy, my would you point say that, that Xavier basketball you. is the equivalent of Alabama football at this current moment in time? Quality <laughs> losses. Quality loss, yeah. No signature wins, some quality losses, though. Enough hey, to you lost you, to ranked like, teams, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, can, can you blame me for losing to a ranked team? We're a, New Year, we're a New Year's Six team. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just really, I, I just think it's unfair for you to expect us to be good enough to beat quality teams. Like, <laughs> okay, could be expected. Like, it's just not fair. Same here. Same yeah, ser- seriously. How could anybody expect us to beat Arizona, and then how could anybody expect us to beat Ohio State? Or and then you. Yeah. <laughs> Quality team. Quality team. Dude, the honestly, probably the toughest competition on the year. Seriously. I Did mean, they played much better game? defense in Arizona. And then Did dude, you that was like the game? Super Bowl too. I mean, that place was absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. Like, they, that, yeah. like you gotta think that's the that's the biggest game that's ever happened on that campus since I'm pretty since probably you guys played Ohio State. That was that was back that was, at home, but yeah, you're was, right. Like, I mean, yeah, we played Wichita like the, oh, yeah. uh, the year yeah, no, you played that up in Kentucky. Third. That's never mind. Yeah, that was no, you're good. Like, I mean, but uh, like it was basically a full joint. Yeah, and, fuck like, you, Andy. They were pumped up. Like, <laughs> they named their student section at halftime, even though they already had a name for their student section. Like, it it was a wild time. And uh, but scoring 11 points in the second half, not great. Oh, uh, the stream was down. Uh, there was Dude. no video of the first 12 yeah. minutes of the game, which was even better. Like, I, I, I don't know. It just – it was a shit show, and uh, I don't know. Like, we – dude, like, we, we've learned from UC basketball over the years that 
we hate playing local teams. We do not play well against local teams. Clearly not. Uh, our first road game of the year is basically a certified loss. Like you could just put it in the book any year. Like we lo- we won by one point at Miami last year. And uh, hey, Miami's got a coach you guys might have heard of now. But uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a legend. Like they. Yeah, yeah, uh, seventy wins at Xavier. You know, he's he's a dude. Um, <laughs> seventy years of four, actually, seventy wins in four years. Like that's that's a good ratio. Yeah, <laughs> I, supported by the. I Batman. have no reason to be worried about that UC Miami game next week, but for whatever reason, man, Travis Steele just like I don't know. He he lives in my dreams for whatever reason after killing us for the past three years and not um, being good against anybody. That's else. the only thing that kept his job afloat, honestly. Without that, if he was losing <laughs> shootouts, he would have been done a long time. If he, if he but, lost one shootout, then it would be – oh, yes, he, if he lost guys, two shootouts, he lost, lost the first one. Why don't you guys catch us up on UC? Because I've caught a little bit of UC basketball, not a full game or anything like that. I tried to watch the first half of the NKU game, but they don't have Wi-Fi. Um, but, but anyway, <laughs> but this team perplexes me because I see a decent amount of talent. I mean, I look at the roster, and uh, I feel like there's a lot of talent. I like Landers Nolly quite a bit, um, but I feel like the pieces aren't fitting right. Um, why don't you guys just kind of catch us up on where you're at and where you think you might stack up against the Muskies? Yeah, um, pretty much everything that you really just said. Like, it, it's all of the things and all the pieces are there, but for mm-hmm. some reason, it's just not clicking. Um, I think it's, you know, it's worked against the teams that it's needed to. You know, you go, you you play a team like, you know, your first three cupcakes, and then you go and you play Louisville, NJIT, and Bryant. So three like more those- cupcakes. Three more cupcakes. Yeah, it, it, it works <laughs> against the teams that it's supposed to. But the teams that like are gunning for you, like NKU is obviously going to gun for you in that situation. Arizona, which is just going to torture your ass, and you've got to hope that you can catch up. And the only reason that that game was close was because we closed it out on a 10-point run. Should have been a 20-point game. Could have been a lot worse because we actually happened to have a decent offensive night. But this team yeah. has so much like offensive scoring talent. And it's so, it's so infuriating because it's so hit or miss. Like it's it's yeah. throwing it, you're you're throwing a ball at a fucking barn door and just hoping that something hits. And yep. one night you're gonna have it, and then the next two or three it's gone. And like we saw this all last year. It's definitely come together a lot better. Like the younger guys are getting a little bit more time. We're seeing that develop. We're seeing some of Wes's guys play. We're seeing that mix in and, and those younger guys are getting those minutes, but it's really frustrating when like you have a guy like, you know, DDJ who's supposed to be really consistent and a guy like Landers, who's got that experience, who's supposed to be really consistent. And then you have, I think it was the Ohio state game where they both had uh, combined two points between both of them. I think at the end of the game, Yeah, and it, it, it's like, how does that happen? I, I get you have like an off night, but like you can't have your two best scores no. be that situation. Like we talked about this all last year with uh, Davenport, like Davenport, he's great when he's on and it's hard to watch when he's off. And when you put that guy like in the second position, he's not going to succeed. If he's the third in that kind of depth chart for scoring, he's going to light it up and you'll, he'll be fine because other people will draw the attention away from him. But like, it's so frustrating. And I think the biggest thing that I've noticed too is like, we'll go in we play so much like tempo offense but we don't make the shots which is really frustrating like we'll get the ball in transition we'll get it down like literally past the half court line pass to the you know edge of the edge of the uh, arc and then take the shot and there's 25 seconds left on the shot clock like it's just it doesn't make any sense there's you have and sometimes it's contested too 
Like it's and not even like a heat <laughs> check. It's just they're just picking up shots. Like, and that kind of stuff is so frustrating because we saw it all last year, and West just doesn't like. I don't know. I think we just we went from a guy like Mick who's like, oh, I, I'm I'm sorry you didn't play absolutely stellar defense for one possession. Get off the court. Get off the court and pulls them and then puts them back in because he can't afford to not have them on the court. But he wants to teach them a lesson. <laughs> and now you have a guy like Wes who keeps guys in for momentum. But it's just one of those things where like it's it's we we take on we take bad shots sometimes and we we I think we're getting better, but I don't know, man. It, it is really frustrating because like this so far this year, we've beat every team that we're supposed to, and we've lost every team except for NKU and lost every team that we were supposed to. I mean, so is it going to expectation? Pretty much. We expected to lose to Arizona. We expected to lose the second team and expected to win the third team in the Maui. But does that make us feel any better? No. Yeah. No, you want to win those games. Just like <clears throat> you guys in Duke and, you know, Gonzaga, except instead of playing, you know, Duke and Gonzaga, we played Northern Kentucky and yeah. like Ohio state. You should hope to win both of those games. At least one of yeah. those. Yeah. And I, guess- I, I just call it yeah. this. Oh, go ahead. I guess when when I just watch and I you know I've taken into account I may watch twenty five total minutes of UC basketball thirty minutes whatever it just doesn't look like UC basketball like and I think Lockin's a nice player uh, but you have Davenport at the four and just like the rebounding and like the toughness like these, these are just not UC players that I remember you know what I mean even in the tough days of like the McCrone times like I think we had your number during mix era but like you guys were still a tough fucking out you know what I mean yeah. like holy shit if you I remember the one year Trayvon dropped yeah. forty. And we just didn't fucking yeah. rebound. And Trayvon shot like 80 fucking percent from the field, made fucking everything. We still got won. our ass beat on the glass. <laughs> we got our asses kicked. Um, I love that. Instead of our asses gobbled. <laughs> <laughs> we got I mean, out gobbled on the fucking glass. Uh, but it just doesn't look like UC basketball. And, and I think a lot of what Wes is doing is for the better. Um, but I think he's still got a, a little ways to go. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, I just called this season disappointing so far, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, it's year two, but uh, the guys he pulled in from the portal are either hurt or not really effective. Uh, Like we got um, a a big man who uh, can't really defend or rebound or score. uh, So that's not great, especially when uh, uh, your guy, Jack Nungy went off on us last year. And um, uh, we we just burned a red shirt on our seven foot center. So, I mean, I don't understand. If he's in there for against if, Bryant. If he's in there for five, if he's in there for five hard fouls, Justin, five hard fouls, then I'm good with it. You know? Yeah, like five hard punches. Fouls. Uh, <laughs> but well, I, I wasn't gonna say that. That's just a, a flagrant, but you know, like five, five like fouls will let you know we're there. But yeah, I mean, you're right. Like the this team, I mean, not to say I want Mick Cronin back because I I've talked about that forever. I just I'm I was done with him. By the time he left, he always complained, but never the results were never there. He always wanted more, and he was getting less from all the things he was doing. He was doing all right with recruiting and bringing in the guys he wanted to do, and obviously the system worked, but the the results were not there in the tournament. You were never going to fire a guy like that, but he moved on. We moved on. It didn't really work out for us. Uh, and then, I don't know, like I just – I like Wes. I like what he's doing with the recruiting trail, but I think it's like the same thing is that like this, we're just not seeing the product on the court right now. Uh, what really scares me is like I said, Nunji, like last year he had a huge game against UC and like, I feel like he's just going to kill us again just because we do not have a post presence. Like Victor Locken's a good offensive player. He's not 
the greatest defensive player in the world. And like, I mean, I, I, I've said it for years. Like we don't have, we don't have a good three point shooter. And what, for whatever reason, like Xavier makes their first 15 threes against us every year. Uh, and it's just like a mountain to climb up from and we never get back from it, even at home. Like, you know, the year Trayvon went off, I was there and I was like, it was the most demoralizing thing. And Justin and I were in the building and just to watch that was like, Oh my God, God. Like, dude, I bet. I remember watching the game and uh, I think we talked about this last year, but like when Trey hit that half court shot, like the absolutely ridiculous half court <laughs> or not half court shot. I mean, shot at the buzzer to end the half or whatever. Yeah, just yeah. your guys' faces. I was like, Oh my God, it's they're fucking demoralized. I mean, it was unreal, but Trey was that kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm just looking forward to see what these matchups look like. I like. I think that that uh, Nunji matchup is tough because UC really is, did nothing different. Like that, you guys have the same personnel. Um, I don't see that. Yeah. I mean, you could contain it a little bit better, but I don't see that being a good time for for UC in the post. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> sorry, guys. I, I, I'm I, I. You know when you hit those hit those moments where you just like start laughing, you can't. I when you hit the there. edibles, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember very specifically last year. Gobble the edibles. You guys were really like. <laughs> all I saw. <laughs> all I saw for like a week was who's gonna jack Nunji. <laughs> about every time I hear that guy's name, I just can't get it out of my head. I just had to get it out. Oh, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he's, but I mean, for real, just, like he's he, it's 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 somebody that we have nobody who we can throw on the court and be like, yep, he's locked down. We got another stopper. Yeah, we the way we have like two guys hurt now. Um, Davenport is going to play with a mask on Saturday. Apparently, he has two black eyes because Brian, like the guys I on the pandemic, on was over. basically just. <laughs> 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 I mean, hell, like, who knows? Like, I don't know. Anyway, uh, he's wearing like the LeBron Rip Hamilton mask on his face. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I just I don't that, know. That could like, be we a just new don't play. Like, I don't. Th- yeah. I don't think Sean Miller has a scouting report on Mask Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> he should just play shirtless with the Cincinnati, Cincinnati tattoo and the, the Kirk shirtless Cincy tattoo yeah. Hannibal Lecter mask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now we're imagine? now we're talking. We, we just don't have a bench um, with those guys that are injured. We got some freshmen that are like, you know, they're good. They're showing some promising signs, but I, I just don't think we're deep enough. And like my strategy for this game, I don't know if I said it last year, but my strategy for this game is like to treat it like a football game, like try yeah. to go up like by 20 points really early and just hold on for dear life. Like basically just hope and pray that you're not the 2022 Kansas the city chiefs and give up a 21 to three lead so um that's what uh we can all agree on that right the Bengals, you know hey yeah. how, about, how about them Bengals? you know yeah, how about um, them Bengals? I, I, yeah, I think I, i'm the resident diehard Bengals fan here i mean coop's got an idaho <laughs> state Bengals shirt that's true and they're one and oh hey. as i've worn that oh there you go see there we go there we go yeah i don't know i just it, it just really worries me. And like this game has made me lose my expectations that of any chance of us winning. Um, and I'm not just saying that because you guys are on here and we appreciate you being on here. I really have no expectations of us winning on Saturday it's just Absolutely. because that, of how much this game is in our heads. And like, I mean, yeah. I don't get me wrong. I think I would like pop champagne if the Bearcats won this game on Saturday. Like I got two bottles of champagne in my fridge for just other, re- I don't know why. But uh, like I, one of them is going to be popped if we win. How long have they been I, in there? Again, 
uh, just this year. You know, like, is it like I, that it, Browns bridge where like the Browns were like fucking if like if we finally yeah. do whatever, everyone gets free. <laughs> they, beer. Exactly. If they won a game, everybody gets free beer. <laughs> <laughs> the Real beer quick. opens, yeah. Real quick, this is gonna cut off. I'm gonna send you guys the link and then we'll jump back in. I'll send it to the uh, Twitter. I'll go drive. We have, okay. we have one Andy ses- sex session left. Okay. Less than one minute. <laughs> Second half next. There we go, boys. Oh, nice. Miller Lite. Oh, drink of champions. Good man. It was, it was, it was only fitting. Like, it's very fitting. Because we truly are playing for the title of Miller time. They should Miller give time. the winning team, like the winning fan base, like a thousand Millers or something. That'd be they fun. Were- like honestly, like you know, do you guys remember seeing that um like the what is it, the Bearcat version of the Natty Light thing that went super popular? Yeah. It's like if you guys go to the national championship, we'll give you the Natty Light. They should do something like that for like Miller, except like do like a Bearcats themed one and a Xavier themed one. It's it's simple. Thanks. It's it, the, the, it's all right there. It's, it's right there for sense. everybody. Easy marketing campaign. Easy. It makes honestly. It I, I think I think this is time to uh, break out the Photoshop skills, and I think we need to like make a little. Maybe maybe I'll do that. I got my three D printer right next to me. If you guys don't know, I am a designer, so I I, I do a lot of stuff like this. I all just the time. met her. <laughs> Didn't even fit, but I, I, I do. Like the, I, <laughs> I do stuff like this all the time. I should just like model up a little like Miller Light, uh, like trophy. And then this is what we'll pass back and forth every year. Dude, we'll find honestly, a time to pass it. it back and forth. I love and that. You guys will probably hold it forever. <laughs> <laughs> Just never get it back. Like a cross down shootout ball. Like have one on half. I love that. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys were still local, then we could definitely do it like between podcasts. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But I'm not driving to Nashville like in seven years when you fight guys finally win. Think to yourself, I'm coming to Nashville. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, man, seriously, come down to Nashville. It's a good time down here. Hit the street. Let's get it. Go on Broadway and uh, smell piss and a bunch of angry people. I, I can go to New Orleans for that. <laughs> you, you, you can go to Cincinnati for that. That <laughs> uh, sounds like right. tin roof. Yeah. No shit. I'll bring Kansas skyline. We'll party like it's 1992. Let's get it. Yeah. Or you guys could just go to Dana. Dana <laughs> Gardens. Just wait on the bag, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the bag. Gobble some Millers. Oh, yeah. Gobble. Honestly, that sounds beautiful. Turn on major bag alert when you see Sean walking up. <laughs> I should just model, like, try to do, like, a really, like, character, uh, what is it, caricature-ized version of both of them. They just have their mouths, like, wide open. And you, like, set a, set a Miller light in it. At least we did oh, old God, like, John Miller's got like a big bag. We got fucking like <laughs> West with like a turkey for like the gobble shit. Like just trolling both. It's fitting. I think I think it has to be done now. This will this will be tabled. For it's later, beautiful, but it's got to happen now. Um, I like it. To get us back on track again. Uh, speaking specifically oh, we're recording. to the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're recording <laughs> That's right on brand. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I, w- I was curious. For this game, I mean, I think we've kind of already covered it a little bit, but who would you say, like, undoubtedly is, like, your most key player for this game? I mean, I think we've kind of already mentioned Jack Nungy, but if it wasn't him, who else would it be? I mean, I think we, we kind of have the same uh, mentality with every game. Colby's our guy. Colby, he's he's the Swiss Army knife. He does everything super-duper well. I haven't said super-duper in years, but, yeah, he does everything <laughs> so fucking well. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> he's, well, he's, he's our best on he's our best on on ball defender. He's shooting the ball lights out right now, but he's also not, not uh, he went nine for ten in the PK eighty five. Um uh, I've heard that's pretty good. Um, uh, but I don't have full confirmation. I'm waiting on Marcus to get that get that confirmed <laughs> for me. But <laughs> yet he shot ninety percent in that tournament. But then the next game against West Virginia, he didn't come out jack and threes. Like or Jack and Nunji or Jack and Fremantle. <laughs> That's one of those things is bad. Somebody's getting it though, for sure. We're not Jack and Nunji. What are we doing? <laughs> I mean, we now, don't Jack Fremantle. Literally. We don't like that. <laughs> Zach Fremantle, not Jack Fremantle. People got that messed up. And uh, uh, one Jack guy Mantle. you might hate. One guy you might hate this year's uh, Boom. I was thinking the same thing. You guys are gonna hate Zoid Boom. You will absolutely hate him. And. We've been told he has like a signature celebratory move or something. He just hasn't done it yet because he's the moment's not been big enough. So perhaps we see it for the first time. So maybe you'll hate him even more. He's as the kids would say, he's got that dog in him. Like he he has been unreal. He's been our best guarder wing transfer in a long, long time. Shooting fifty two percent from three so far, ninety percent from the free throw line. He especially too against like good teams. A lot of transfers like like Kunkel for example. Like I love him, but like. Year one, he would ball out against fucking Ball State, and then we get to the Big East, and he's like, you know, different version of himself, like the dog meme, like the swole dog and non-con, and then like the shitty little dog in the corner. Yeah, he had uh, like seven threes against North Dakota State, and then when it <laughs> yeah. came time to play Seton Hall, yeah, not, not it, not it. Um, but Sule Boom is is that guy, and he and he and DeJulius is going to be a hell of a matchup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I uh, those are two like like two guards that uh, they're they're very very similar. Yeah. So they're both, both incredible scorers, especially when they're on. And then they're both above average defenders. So between that matchup and the Colby Davenport mask Davenport, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Col- Colby da- mask Davenport matchup. Those are going to be some pretty lights out matchups. I'll be honest. On their game. I think Colby's like, going to get Landers. Players. If it was me, I'd put Colby on Landers all day. Yeah, Landers yeah, scares me the most. Of anyone on UC's roster, Landers scares me the most. I would see hit like nine threes in a game or something the other day. Or yeah, like a nine. Well, I had a program I, record. I think Arizona plays as much defense as Xavier or UC does, which is to say zero. Uh, like yeah. there is no reason we should have covered that game because literally they could not miss. Like I think they missed two shots in the entire second half. It was I, it was I caught a good amount of insane. it. You guys, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the rebound rundown Christian does about every team. But yeah, he, like they had a UC guy on, and he was like, "That was what was so demoralizing is we shot the fucking lights out. We really weren't even in the game. Like yeah." yeah. On, Unreal. Yeah. That's honestly one thing that kind of, uh, that I feel like keeps you guys in the game is if you guys are hitting your shots, like, I don't know. I don't know. Has anybody emailed Wes Miller about the make shots offense? (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe so, but I think we should draft it up right now. I mean, uh, if you guys want to wait till like Monday to email (laughs) about that, that'd be fine. But uh, if you guys are hitting from the outside, then it'll be a tough out for us, especially like, I mean, it's it's at fifth third. I mean, it's honestly this game just means more. Like everybody gets everybody just. I'd say outside of last year, even the years where we've been considerably more talented, you like it's just been a dogfight. I remember the last time I was at fifth third, even without fans there, it was you guys were a tough out, really tough. You out. guys got absolutely screwed, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> can we now? Can yeah, we, we, can, we can acknowledge that now. Like, yeah. I hit my agenda last video. year or the year before, but now we can we can acknowledge that you guys got absolutely screwed. But uh, but also, yeah. John Brandon looked like an ass clown. 
Yeah. Well, that and I'm glad I don't have to like TikTok pretend it was Brennan. cool for him to talk in a monotone <laughs> voice about, oh wow, Xavier decided to not play us. This like he had no energy for that at all. He it was, was trying to do the Mac thing, but he had yeah. no energy for it. Like Mac yeah. was fine because I can't, I can't even Mac stand stood, on his feet. Can't even stand yeah. on his feet and shoot out. Come on, get out of here. He, yeah. When Max when Max good, like he can be like a real like pro wrestler type of dude. Like John Brandon is no pro wrestler, dude. Chris yeah. Mack was like yeah. a hell of, he was a hell of a troll. The yeah. best troll that uh, the best troll job John Brandon can come with come up with was well I guess I got football. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> narrator, they did get football. God, yeah, yeah. seriously, More or yeah. Less. God. So yeah, the, the thing that the only thing that gives me hope about this game is like you said, Andy. Like you know, we played you guys close here in fifteen and in like you know twenty twenty. You know, like the and. Like, you know, in 17 and uh, 18 games, we won those games, like at, at, at fifth third. So, I mean, yeah, it's a huge, I don't know. I'm, I'm also very disappointed in our fan base this year. Our fan base is just like, we, we talked last year about your guys's like lower bowl, just not doing shit. I feel like our lower bowl is kind of turning into that now. Andy, you're kicked out of the lower bowl, right? Very much so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, they, They do not like me down there. Yeah. Randy, Randy's fine though. Yeah, Randy, Randy, like, Randy is, is an upstanding city. He Randy's all good. He's got glasses and like a rubber nose, and we call him Randy Piccarillo. <laughs> he literally no wore ever know. Madness. It was hilarious. No one will ever know. Who's gonna uh, know? Like, like, because I mean, when when the if if they couldn't if they if the real separation was not like the fact that his appearance is completely different than mine is the mannerisms as well. So like, there's no one, no way anybody can look at Randy Pickerill and be like, "Yeah, that's Andy." No, he, he literally sat with his hands in his lap the whole time. <laughs> a Pickerillo. respectful Jesuit, Randy yeah. Pickerill. He, he was no, doing the like, Deion Sanders could never. Yeah. No, no. Left with six minutes left to be. Yeah. traffic. gotta be traffic. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You, oh you can't God. stick around there. Like it's a nightmare. Like you gotta get out of there early. Big donor vibes. Absolutely. <laughs> But I, I do think, like, if there's one game people are going to get up for this year, uh, I don't really – I mean, other than the Houston game, uh, it's going to be this game. Uh, it's going to be full. There's going to be students there. And, like, I, I do think, like, our fan base does need something like this to believe in West Miller. And I think this is a big game for him. He's not going to get fired this year or next year if he has a bad year. And we know going into the Big 12 we're going to get our asses kicked because if West Virginia is, like, the seventh best team in the Big 12, we got yeah. something coming for us. Yeah, for real. I've been thinking so, that too. It's like you've got to figure it out now. They're like top sixty too, aren't they? They're like West Virginia. Yeah, they're eleven they're in the top net. thirty. In Ken when Palm. did they do? Oh, okay. Because I remember looking at like I think maybe it was week one with Ken Palm, and they yeah. like they started out at sixty and like they've moved up or like fifty nine, and that was the lowest end of the Big Twelve. What's shocking me too is like the West Virginia's like top thirty five in Ken Palm, whatever. We had the same line against West Virginia at home as we have against you guys on the road. I think it was two and a half against West Virginia. It's two and a half at UC, which is kind wow. of surprising to be honest. Yeah. No disrespect, but I think West Virginia. No, no, I don't think there's any disrespect there. I mean, I, I think you guys are the better team and you have more talent, especially with our guys out. I'm it's just me banking on like maybe Wes Miller finally like get something to work here. Like he kind of needs one of these signature ones. He needs one. And here's a big thing is if you guys are hitting from the outside, like we have one of the worst three point defenses in his, like in in the country. Our defense like, is atrocious. atrocious. It is. We're, we're, we're slow on the perimeter. I, uh, like Colby's a good all-model defender, but as far as like defensive rotations, 
as a team, we are slow. We There's a reason, I mean, Gonzaga, yeah, they were hitting some pretty tough shots from out there. They were hitting some 25, 30 footers, but they were also hitting some shots like right behind the three-point yeah. three line that were just wide open. They could they could have jacked Nunji real quick and then, uh, <laughs> and then hit a three. <laughs> well, I mean, in team defense, too. I think we have a lot of good individual pieces, but, like, we have Zach Fremantle, who is literally high, you know what I mean, like, playing defense, like, just <laughs> out in la-la land getting jacked off, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, it's a clip in the wild. The clip is how many hand job jokes have we made today? Like, yeah, that clip was absolutely blush. insane. It's, yeah, yeah. That, that clip leaves nothing to the imagination, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, but team, the fact, that, he, the, like okay, the fact that we have, he has gray pants on while that's oh. going on, it's just incredible. <laughs> It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. poetry. You can't draw it up any better than that. Yeah. All right, back on the fucking tracks. Yeah. But, but anyway, um, but yes, I think our team defense is, is rough, and we have mental lapses. But the, the good thing is our offense is so good. But I guess what I'm saying is, if UC has one of those nights, which we've seen a time or two, where Landers gets super hot, I know DeJulius can hit, Davenport's shown, you know, nights where he can really go off, that could really get us. I mean, our, our three-point defense is really bad, and our rebounding is not what it used to be. Uh, I don't think we're terrible rebounding, but we're, we've been definitely below average. So I it's, just looked this up. Like you guys are 338 in three-point defense out of <laughs> the country. That's pretty That's bad. So does, does that include, like, um, Division three teams? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It includes I mean, Louisville, that... so. Yeah. Oh. So, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it, so it's I'll really call that less than ideal. Um, yeah. Not great. But like that, that's just that's just my Roblob podcast analysis. Technically, it should be it should be more than ideal because ideal would be like top ten and three hundred whatever is definitely more than ten. I can can't confirm, but I think I'm a lot sure. of Xavier fans are starting to because you see like let's call it what it is like they're not terrible. No. but I think we have the advantage, but I think a lot of you as Xavier fans are like writing this off as a as a victory, and I'm like we haven't been to fifth third in a while. When it's fifth third, this is not going to be an easy win. That's a good point too. And I think that's one thing I think, I think here's the thing. And I, I I don't want this to like come off in, in the wrong way, but like, I feel like there's a very small, very small part of our like fan base that has just gotten apathetic. Yeah. Like just, they just dread every basketball game for sure. Like every, every competitive basket, like every game that, you know, like you, you, you're, you're going in with the expectation that you're probably going to come out with a one point win or a loss. Like yep. that's how it's going to be. And it's just, you, I feel like we always had that energy where like, we always had the, you know, okay, well it's what seed are we going to be this year and not, Oh my yeah. God, are we going to, can we even make the idea of a bubble team this year? Yeah. And I think like, I wish I could say I couldn't understand what that, yeah. what that's like, <laughs> Travis but Steele. um, I, I believe that was the last four years for us. Yeah, Tom and Travis, <laughs> definitely, definitely I think, relatable. I think it help, It doesn't help too because we, Steve and I, talked about this in length about the um, UCF game. It's like the past few years, like we had their number. This is like three straight, and we it was no problem. Three three straight years before that, UCF had our number, and so it's just back and forth. But like I think we always we always hated them. It always felt like energetic, but it was one of those ones where like, all right, you go in and it's like, you're probably expecting to lose. And then you do. And then like, it's, you just move on. It's like, all right. Think we, about Michigan, yeah, Ohio state. Get hands like, off. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Look Michigan, how the Ohio tables state have turned. Example. Yeah. But, yeah. But see, and exactly look how this like Ohio state fans are always like, all right, we're going to cross out. Our Easy. M's and we're going to, we're going to have a fun <laughs> week and then we're going to go in, we're going to beat Michigan's ass and then it's going to be a good time. And we're going to make fun of them. And it's, it has been like that for basically a decade. And then you come in last year and then this year, 
they're pissed off because yeah. like they've had that advantage for so long. Like, I feel like this is the point where like, maybe not, I wouldn't, I would not say like anywhere close to majority, but I feel like there's a good amount of people who are, like I said, apathetic about this game where you go and you're like, you know, I mean, I don't like Xavier. I don't want them to win, but at the same time, it's like, I expect them to. And it's yeah. not like a, I expect the Bearcats to win. Like I expect my team to go in. I expect to be, you know, looking forward to this game. And I think so many people like are not looking forward <laughs> to it every year now because it's just been the same old conversation, Brandon well, and, and Miller, like, and it's yeah. so far he hasn't, I mean, it's, we'll see what happens. It's your Justin, two. you can, you can extrapolate, you can make that until since like the past 25, 30 years, dude, ever since Xavier yeah. really started winning and like started, like, I mean, you guys, I'm going to get hit with the stats on Saturday regardless. So you guys don't have to say it. Like, and I'm, I'm going to get killed oh, you're with fine. like, a, it'll be on like, Twitter. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going yeah. to post the chart that has all the, all the blue and a little bit of red dribbled in. <laughs> I just, man, like, tradition. I don't know. I, people, the old heads in Cincinnati always like to talk about, Oh, the shootout doesn't mean anything anymore. Oh, like I still think it means something, but it doesn't mean it's much when one team beats the other team, like more than, 75% of the time. Like, I think UC's got to start winning a couple more of these games for it really to be like back there. And, but for Xavier this Saturday too, I've been listening to rebound rundown too. I love Paul. He's great. Great. Um, pod, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, this is a big game for Xavier too, because the big East is down this year and like arguably your other three chances to really get a good, like tournament, like win kind of like you lost those games. So obviously mm -hmm. West Virginia was a big help for you guys. And then, I think beating us because I think we'll be better this year for sure. I don't think we're going to get be worse than we were last year, but I, it's a big game for both teams. And I, I hate being told that it's not a big game because it's a oh, big dude, game. I feel like, the same it, I it means when, a lot like, to the city too. Like, I mean, yeah, the yeah. diehard fans, this is like, it means everything too. Like, like there's some people I, I hate like you mentioned Michigan Ohio State some Ohio State fans like oh it's good that Michigan won now the rivalry can be back like yeah I think yeah it would be good for the rivalry if there's like parity but as a Xavier fan I want to win 25 years in a in a row like yeah. I never and won, I would like, and 26 would feel just as good as number one <laughs> yeah like yeah it, yeah it, dude it, it's it feels not that dude, good it means so, it, like dude. yeah you can call it maybe our Super Bowl which it's not I don't think it's either team's Super Bowl but it means a lot to the city it's like it's it's a yeah. lot of, especially like now that we have social media, we can go back and forth. We can have things like this. It's, it's, there's a lot of friendly banter. We can make uh, little bets with each other. It means a lot. I, I hate the whole, I hated the whole, um, doc article every year that has the shootout losses luster. No, it has not. It is for the fan base. It should keep the same passion. Even if there's a little separation, like we're going to get back. Like this rivalry is going to get back to where. Hell, we could even be a top twenty-five matchup again in the next I think years. This that would be great. I would love that. Than, <laughs> yeah. I think this makes win it <laughs> higher this year because, like, it means so much because this year, for the first time ever, we're going to find out not only who the best team in the city is, but also who the third best is. So right now, we don't know if the best team <laughs> in the city is Xavier or NKU. So we'll find that out. So that's going to be huge. So we're because obviously, one or number three. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Miami has a shot next week, too. We could be number four by the next time. <laughs> yeah. Steel strike no again, baby. Uh, so if Miami does happen to win that game, are we all going are we going to Dana Gardens in case Travis Steel shows up with a bag? <laughs> we're going to whatever bar on Miami Oxford's campus. What's that? Dude. Bricks or something? Brick. Yeah. Yeah. The brick, yeah. The brick we go. Dude, well, I love I'll be that. honest. 
Miami have sucks. You, yeah, you they're terrible. Kick the living shit out of Miami. I, I want to. I want to bring this up real quick because this is one thing I think I found really interesting about how this rivalry shaked out. If you look at the rivalry since, let's just go back to 2002, making an even, you know, 20 years. Oh, if you include not a good time year. for UC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not gonna be fun for UC. In in wins, it goes. Thank you for leaving that one year out. (laughs) (laughs) It goes Xavier, Xavier, Cincinnati, Xavier, Cincinnati, Xavier, 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 Cincinnati, Xavier, Cincinnati, Xavier, 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 Cincinnati, Xavier, Cincinnati, Xavier, Xavier, Xavier. Like it's, I'm saying Xavier way too much. I like it, and I think this is one of those (laughs) things where, like, if I've seen this, if I look back on this correctly, since 1972 was the start of a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight game winning streak. Since then, this game has not gone more than three consecutive games without changing the tide. So yeah. you guys are on three straight, which means that you're you're screwed. You're, it's not <laughs> happening this year. Sorry. It's over. It's over. Your season's over. Yeah. I, was, I, lo- I love the I love the math. Guys. I love it. Like the, the math is on your side. Like history is on your side. Yeah, like, and that's one thing. Like, it's it's really making me scared because you're right. Like, we've all we've always been like one of our biggest banders, one of our biggest jokes to make is how there hasn't been a UC play, a four year UC player that has had a winning record against us since like 1996. Well, we have not like there's not been one time like ever since that we've had a four year player go four and out. We've had Paul Scruggs uh, win yeah. four times, but like you know he had that he, he kind of played five times. But, yeah. <laughs> um, like there's there's not been a four year player that's gone undefeated, which that that math is not on is not on our side. Yeah, that's that's. So I mean, and I, I'm not a big math guy. I'm not too good at geology, but <laughs> the numbers do not really. The numbers don't lie. This <laughs> disaster and history, like they always say, history repeats itself. I'm kind of hoping not. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely hoping so. But with that said, <laughs> the other thing I want to point out too is if you, if you also look at how this breaks out in 2000, um, in 2011, we played this in January and then we played it in December of the same year. So we had two games in 2011 um, just because of how the schedule shook out. Yeah, We won in 2011. Xavier won in the next game in 2011 <laughs> um, <laughs> but think about that that second game at so that one at Cintas that was when you had the Yancey Gates punch you Zach Freeze like that's oh, like man. that's when like all the energy was around it and then all of the following years like take that with it so then after that game the Bearcats come in and they don't necessarily nice. kick ass but they win by 15 and then after that, you have three straight years of Xavier winning and also in a ranked team with Xavier as well. I think you guys were, what, 12 during that in 2015. And then so like it's like, all right, man, we're just waiting. It's like this shit sucks. And then we finally got that one over you. And I remember that. my It was my, I guess, my freshman year was in 2017. And we won that game at home. And it was crazy. That was the Trayvon Blewett game where it went off. And then we still like held the tide. And that, that game had so much energy behind it. And oh like, God. The, that felt like, again, another height of the rivalry. And then what yeah. happens? You guys win the next one. We win the one after that back at home. And now you guys take the three straight again. Like, and I think this is where, again, it feels like people like, because so much, this is what you really need to pay attention to. That last win that we had was in 2018. 
Think about all the shit that's happened since 2018. Oh Mick God. was the coach in 2018. Mick the Cronin pandemic. was the coach in 2018. Then you go to another coaching change with John Brandon. Then you go through the pandemic. Then you go through the pandemic again, still with John Brandon. John Brandon gets fired. You hire a new coach. You still lose. And so then you was come John Brandon the pandemic? Is that what you guys referenced? The, guys? <laughs> <laughs> the pandemic, John Brandon. Louisville was in the top 300 in Ken Palm. Yeah. it was a wild time it, it was, was yeah. but like it's one of those things where you like you look at how this shakes out is like 2018 like 2020 feels like forever ago just because of how everything's been over the past two years and then you look at like 2018 and add another two years to that like 2018 feels like my freshman year and i'm two years i'm gonna be two years removed from college this upcoming year and i was in a five-year program so like, it's it's <laughs> crazy oh, what a being educated <laughs> <laughs> imagine actually going to the school you support that's fucking yeah. it's a awesome. terrible concept i don't like it <laughs> yeah none of you guys okay, let's speak think. that unfortunately these two are guys that the their schools want them to be part of their alumni <laughs> they do not like Xavier does not want us representing their alumni. That's so true. And neither <laughs> would you see. They, they should have more of you guys because you guys are more fun than like the, the dudes that go to Xavier. I You're more fun than Randy. Nobody likes that. Randy. And <laughs> <laughs> a world full of Randy's being Andy. Yeah. Uh I, I think quick. it's funny when like we, people ask me when Xavier, we just literally laugh. Like, <laughs> like, like, like clowns into that school. You fucking. <laughs> I'm a proud Xavier rejectee. I had a 2.9 GPA in high school. You think they fucking let me? In? Every school needs its T-shirt yes. fans, man. Like, <laughs> every right. school. Um, real right. quick, uh, there's a there's a tweet that went viral last year. Is like dudes can just name off old basketball players uh, instead of going to therapy. So real quick, I want to name off some dudes that we Love both it. hate from Xavier and UC. Uh, number one for me, Paul Scruggs. Uh, I, I just, he beat us so off. I just did not like him. Kenyon Martin. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Great you go with that like bad recently, you can't think of a guy that wasn't like 20 years ago. <laughs> I can't well, we think of the guy's guy name. Uh, 23, Sean. Oh, Kilpatrick. What was his yeah. name? Uh, who? Kilpatrick. I, I, no. I who, who's I Kilpatrick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't care for Octavius Ellis very much. Yeah, yeah, he got in that fight. Uh, I, yep. man, I, I was like, never I a big think... Gabe Madsen guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, Zach Hankins, man, like he he was uh, he was interesting. <laughs> my, okay, my favorite thing was like it was like one of our first games with with Hankins. I look on Twitter and there's a UC fan who was like yes. someone with like with his braided hair, his <laughs> his tattoos all over, and he's like. I already fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Do you guys remember the video? It was like UC Barstool went on to Xavier's. The, that, was we're asking that was us. That was about yeah. uh, Xavier being in Norwood. Yeah, yeah. And, and he had Hankins no idea because like, he's from he, like Minnesota. Yeah, he's like, so you'd agree this isn't in the same city or whatever. He's like, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> it's hilarious. It you was put so a white stupid. guy in a Xavier uniform, and UC is automatically going to hate him. Yeah. Kenny like, Freeze, yeah. Matt Stainbrook, JP Mercura, like, oh, yeah. take one look at yeah. Cam Craft and tell me your thoughts. <laughs> He's a hate white him. guy. You'll, you'll see him already. Uncle <laughs> Fremantle, Nunji, hate them all. Hate them all. So, <laughs> you know, so you guys ran the UC Barcelona account? Yeah. Yeah. Can you yeah. get Andy and I unblocked? Because I'll get sent stuff that's <laughs> funny, and I'm like, I can't see yeah, like, it. I just can't see it. Like, you guys like, yeah, though it didn't yeah. happen when we were when there's no way. No, no, I know exactly who did. I'm just not allowed to say his name. Yeah, we started. <laughs> yeah. We but started the dude sending, legitimately, 
him oh, his address. Yeah, yeah, yeah the dude yeah. His from one of his other the dude from uh, he ran he, from one of his other accounts. Uh, I I'm not gonna expose that one either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he DM'd me his address to come fight me. He's like, yeah. Yeah, come pull up. You won't. And like, if you want to catch his hands, I probably have the DM anywhere somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, dude, like we we know who it is. I'm like, we won't say, but like the dudes, the kids running it now, uh, I'll say it, they suck. They're not <laughs> and like dude, like they're not it's supposed to be fun. Like you it's not like they're treating it like it's like their like blog that has three readers and like their mom and their sister are reading, you know. And like, dude, like we're it's really not supposed to be, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, like we that was one of the things I had the most fun with was because uh, I, I like shot and edited those and like I was like yeah. kind of producer too because I was telling like my buddy Joel or way back my buddy uh, my buddy Zach I was like uh, Hankins oh. yeah Freeman. exactly yeah I was just telling him like yeah all right go do this go do that and like we got a bunch of good stuff because like I mean yeah you know it's just college students and Xavier did the same thing to us yeah. like like, yeah. it was also funny. one of my like, favorite things was... is like is the um uh big o statue versus the um d'artania statue yeah like yeah. Uh, who, who can put the jersey on the other one first and, like they're people are camping out guarding this guarding this statue like that that's one of my favorite traditions well yeah. i remember yeah. there's been years too where like even i th- i think it was last year that you got that like um the Xavier students were like able to get it up and there was just like nobody there like rally cats like put like a schedule up like around the clock if it wasn't last year it was the year before like around the clock guarding and literally just nobody was there because I remember seeing the pictures it was like yeah we just yeah. walked up and just well, did it. like there I like no when you guys put I like when you guys put clothes on the naked bear cat on Vine Street. Like he needs clothes and like no <laughs> he one needs clothes, clothes so on. bad. His bulge is giant. So we appreciate Congrats. you clothing that man. He, he has to sit out there in the cold and uh, you know. So we Xavier's doing a good thing there. Yeah, <laughs> we're just trying to make the make the public more decent. Honestly, it <laughs> there are kids so around. First yeah, seriously, like fuck, man. Come on, man. what are we, what are we doing? doing here? What the fuck All right. are we doing? Shooter uh, prediction stops on the game. Yep. That's perfect. I was literally just about to roll there. I think that's a good way to send us out. We're in our T minus 10 minutes, which means uh, for those of you who don't, uh, who haven't noticed, we record on Zoom and uh, we choose not to pay for Zoom because it, uh, yes. technology like this is $14 a month, which is or 15, which is stupid. So we do it for free, which means we split it up and we're going to end it on this one. So, so do you use, that, give us you, you use that extra money for to be verified, verified on Twitter. Oh yeah, right. That's two months of verification, and you get six bucks. Yeah, I, I mean, that's enough for a beer. You could you could get a Chipotle burrito with that money. No, you can't. No, you no, can't. You can't. Uh, not anymore. Yeah, it's like, it's like ten twenty five now. Dude. Yeah, right, we're running out of time. Anyway, get some doggy, get two doggy yeah. counties. Yeah. All right, cap. Double those up. I'll go first. I will. I will say Xavier covers by exactly half a point. I will take Xavier by three. And I, I think it's going to be an offensive shootout. I'm going to say Muskies 84 to 81. Mm, I like it. Take I like it, it over, too? Barely. Yeah. <laughs> Poop. So, yeah, it, it should be an offensive shootout. Both teams, offense, no defense. So, that being said, I'm going to take Xavier winning it 74 to 69. W. Gotcha. With some defense. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> with some defense all right is it andy defense or it missed shots so. yeah. <laughs> miss shots for sure. this guy is, has defense yeah yeah 
All right, so I'm gonna. I, I think it's still, still gonna be a battle. It's gonna be a close game, but I do think Xavier pulls away with free throws because we practice them when we're tired. And <laughs> so I think eventually it's gonna be an 88 to 80 Xavier victory. All right. Well, <laughs> Steve. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Um, I really think like, we're just going to shoot the lights out on both ends. Um, I'm going to say it's like a 95 to 92. Thrill. Oh, wow. okay. That, like, honestly, that would be electric. That's got game See, of the year vibes because both of these teams are going to come out ready to play. We don't have a bench. So we put basically have to play Landers DDJ and Davenport all game. So they're going to be chucking. Uh, D- DDJ will want to win one because it's his finally, well, he could take another year, I guess, uh, but like it's his last shoot at at home. So he's going to want to like put something up. Uh, Jack Nungy is going to score at least 45 points uh, just uh, within the, the three foot diameter. Yeah. But yeah, take the over, but Bearcats in the nineties, take the dub. Ooh. All right. For the final one of the night, everybody loves high point scoring games. One thing that uh, this rivalry has proven that clearly, even though we've played lots of defense over the years, um, this game can have a lot of bricks. And I think this game is going to give us a lot of bricks. It's going to be about rebounding and it's going to be about defense. It's going to be the one time both of these teams try to play defense this year. And I think it's going to be lower point scoring. I hope it's not, but I think it will be. So I'm going to say it's going to be, let's go, let's go 71 to 69. Nice. Uh, 71, 69 cats. It's going to be a close one. I really do think this is going to be a close game. I hope to God it's not a blowout. Uh, you know, it's never, it's never fun when that's a blowout. And no. usually it's uh, not in your we're on the back end of that. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I honestly think this is like the year for the cats to take it. And like we said before, history repeats itself. You guys are screwed. So it's happening regardless. <laughs> we don't have a choice. You know what I would really love? I, I if if I have one actually, if this game goes, if this game goes for a higher point score, I would say that this would be the year to throw this game to overtime because this would just Ooh. we haven't had an overtime game since like two thousand nine, I think. Yep. So this would be the perfect time to have like an overtime game. It gets down to the you know down to the wire. Somebody hits a big shot. You go into overtime, and then the other team just drops a goose egg, and it's so disappointing. It'd be so, really good for the rivalry, honestly. Yes, we need a good game. We, need, we do need a good game either way. Yeah, yeah. regardless. Yeah. But anyways, I think we've all uh, I think we've all jacked enough nungies today. So I think that's a good <laughs> way to one more. round we'll it right off. Speak for yourself. I'm going to do that right when we get off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how do you guys go to sleep? I mean, that's what I got to do. Go to sleep and wake up. Oh, goblins. Man after my own heart right there. Oh, but hey, from your thanks, guys. We, pre- we love it, man. Like, I I'm in, uh, I'm actually in a uh, Scottsdale now. I moved from Cincy. So it, like, this is cool to like, get back to like, just talk shit and have fun. So appreciate you guys coming on, man. We'll, we'll, we'll make this a yearly thing. Of course. Yeah. yeah like, this, like I said, it's my, it's my second favorite tradition in the city. And, <laughs> and yeah. but I really appreciate you guys having us on. I love like the kind of vibe we're kind of, we're, we're getting with these two podcasts. I'd love to, if you guys have a TBT this uh, summer, Let's let's do it again this summer. Yeah, we'll try to win the first round game this time. Okay. It was close. You, I'm, you a, I'm, I'm gonna throw this out very tentatively because we've got we, we there's got to I I feel like there's to cap us off. There's one thing that has not been mentioned yet. 
and there's not really any stakes. I feel like there has to be some amount of stakes, and I don't know what has to be. Let's go to Omaha Steaks right down the street. (laughs) (laughs) All right, literal Randy. Uh, I think, I think, I think something can go into this. A little something, maybe, maybe it's a little skyline or something. Profile picture. Drizzly Casey Miller. How about that? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a. Maybe it's like recording a one-minute apology video to the other other team for thinking that you could win. Uh, I think think you have to wear the other team's colors. Okay. You make a video about Jack and Nungy, we'll make one about getting our ass gobbled by West Miller. (laughs) That's it right there. There it is. We found we found there we go. There we go. I like it. I I like it. I think I think I think it works. There we go. All right. No, but honestly, cool. we really appreciate it. Love the vibe. I love because it's like obviously we don't like each other's teams, but I think it's fun. You can get on respectfully talk shit. It's yeah. sports at the end of the day. It's not personal. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. of course I want to win by fifty, but it's fucking sports. Oh, I have so many UC fan friends, so I love the mentality. I love it, and uh, it's such a fun rivalry. I love to keep it alive. Absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you and, again, and guys. Good luck in the Fenway Bowl. Yes, America thank you. We'll be watching. <laughs> Our coach is going to coach both teams. We're really excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been a good time having you guys on. Um, you know, I wish there was another reason we could bring you on more often, but uh, there's not. So once we start <laughs> yeah, playing so football, fuck you. once we start playing in football, then it's all. Yeah, then we'll see. You. Yeah, our, yeah our we'll, a, we'll do it again on the grid on the gridiron. Yeah, you'll preview this UC Notre Dame game. We'll preview Xavier Holy Cross. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> Fans. Hell yeah. I love it. Perfect. All right, boys. Well, again, thank you for being on here. Thank you for anyone who's stuck around this long to listen to our bullshit. Uh, It's been a good time. We will catch you uh, next week on our episode. Um, Hopefully, hopefully with these guys sad, but you know, we'll see. All right. We'll see you guys. Satterfield. (laughs) All right, guys. And now we can stop pretending to respect you. See, Oh, that was hard work. It's not easy. I love those guys, but I don't love UC at all. None. <laughs> no, I have I have very little love for UC. But like like we said before, that we went to that. We have a lot of we have a lot of respect for those guys, and a lot of respect for a lot of other UC fans. It, I know we talk a lot of shit, but it it's all in good fun. It's all fucking sports at the end, at the very end. Don't respect their choices in basketball, but I do respect their, no, uh, no, I mean, some, some people, some people just like, there, there has to be losers in the world. Um, so right and thank God like, the world will not turn without them. So they're very, very important to us, but we, love, we, love. Uh, we uh, it, it's all love. And we all root for the same professional teams anyway. So it's, we don't, we don't always, we don't always disagree. They, they have good taste in some things. Yeah. We'll give it to them. Andy, what's on the agenda? All right, so um, I know typically we don't really we we've kind of stopped doing these outros, but I just wanted to kind of shout out that we kind of got some big things coming. We got something in the works that's going on right now. Uh, it's going to be really really good for uh, I I think it's it's going to be really good opportunity for us to get a little more content out and also. Um, a good opportunity for a lot of people that we know that are actually funny as fuck and did not get blessed with the platform that we do. So we're going to, uh, a lot of people are going to grow from this and I'm not really going to say a ho- whole lot more, but all I really, all I'm going to say is go follow at Geta, just like the, uh, just like the food at 
get a grip on Twitter, and you'll find out more later this week. Eyeball emoji. Grip that thing. <laughs>